This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Well, you know how I love Chat GPT, Kels. I promote it everywhere. Um, I'm not sure I've ever heard you speak of Put it. Put your right. scripts through it. Right. You know, let it write for you. Make it efficient. ChatGPT, by the way, has been formatting my scripts uh, for screen reader oh, use. It's great. It'd be and awesome to have it write the so promos. They'd show up on that's time. What I, well, that's what I was just going to say. Hey, you <laughs> killed my punchline. I was like, you know how I love ChatGPT. But the other day when Megan, our uh, visual producer, sent me a promo, a, a better version of my promo that ChatGPT wrote, I was quite offended. I was like, wow. Well, how do you think ChatGPT would feel? So good, probably. No, um, because it's supposedly so perfect that way for now. It but is. But of course, if so you said that to ChatGPT, you'd say, that's what it would say. Give me time. Yeah. I'll be perfect in no time. Remember Legit. Black Mirror. Black Mirror. And also, <laughs> I was like, I could have wrote this promo. That's the worst part about it, the uh, kind of uh, inferiority complex where you're like, I could have yep. written that promo. I just didn't have enough time. I know all those and words. Chat BT- GPT to that would simply write back, ha, ha, and comma, yeah, yeah. sure. It's supposed to be my friend, though. That's not part of its mandate. Anyway, oh, Kelly and really Romeo. got it trained. Let's move on. <laughs> Folks, we welcome in Fern Lullum from the UK for our bi-weekly check-in. What's on your mind? I'm Fern Lullum from the UK, and whether serious, silly, or somewhere in between, I've got you covered. Let's face it, the most effective therapy is a chat with your bestie. Hmm. Today we're talking about breaking bad habits. I wonder if chat GPT use to do your promos and all your work, all right, 90% of your work, could be deemed a bad habit, no. Fern. It's a new habit. It can only be good. Maybe. <laughs> Welcome, Fernie. <laughs> oh, not hearing Fern. Can't hear so Fern. Give it a sec. There you are, I think. We have her, but just not quite hearing her. So all right. Make some adjustments here. Tweak a little there. Mm-hmm. And adjust a little there. How's that, Fern? Brilliant. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, see? That worked wonderfully. I don't know what, I don't know what counted you there. in. <laughs> that was yeah. In, well, I was just I was just saying I would hate to say whether um, you know, using chat GBT in this way is a bad habit, because I don't want to create arguments between you so early on in the year, at least. You know, between what? <laughs> me and Kelly or us and exactly. Chat GBT? Yeah, okay, well, too little. Let's give too ourselves late some for that. time. Yeah. I'm gonna say <laughs> they started on just they started January the 2nd, three minutes yeah, into the on. show. <laughs> Where have you been, Fern? <laughs> Although I will say, when you were talking about ChatGBT, I have to say I can uh, relate to the idea of, just give me time, I'll be perfect. That's how right, right? <laughs> oh, my God. oh, no. Yeah, that's all we need next is ChatGPT getting a complex. Um, People-pleasing Fern. complex, yeah. Yes. And, and again, yes. this whole business of, of, of bad habits is that kind of thing. And like, seriously, I wonder, you know, getting too used to something, getting too much, utilizing something, it, it, it can end up being working against you and being a bad habit. Exactly. Yes. And as it's the new year and we're starting, you know, January has rolled around again. I don't know how it's happened, but it has. And we're all trying desperately not to break our New Year's resolutions. I thought I'd help you out and, you know, give you a helping hand to try and break those bad habits. Wow, well, this bad habit of January coming along so quick and my holidays going so short. Oh, um, how are habits formed? 
Yeah, so basically a habit is just an unconscious behavior that you do without really thinking about it and something that is really hard to stop doing. We all know examples of this, you know, eating unhealthily, smoking, um, picking, you know, um, biting on your fingernails, uh, things like people pleasing. That's a bad habit. I'm very familiar with that one. Or, you know, checking your social media accounts in this day and age. Oh, we do it all the time, don't we? Can't stop. Mm. So... How is a habit formed? Well, a habit basically is formed. It's a very like evolutionary. We're going back a long, long way to a, a very basic learning process, which is essentially this reward system that's based on positive or negative reinforcement. So what happens is you do something, you do a behavior, an action, and you feel good because of it. Because you feel good, that gives you positive reinforcement. So mm -hmm. let's say you eat a tasty piece of cake, you enjoy a tasty piece of cake, you get pleasure from it, you want to do it more because dopamine is released, you get all these feel-good chemicals, you want to do it again. Equally, if you get praised for doing something, then we're going back to the people-pleasing as well, especially mm -hmm. you know when we're young, we're very susceptible to this. You do something, everyone claps, everyone cheers, everyone goes, oh, you're, you're amazing, or you are nice to somebody and they want to be your friend. You want to do that again because that felt good, right? And therefore, this habit is formed. Essentially, a habit is based on this idea of trigger, behavior, reward. Right. Simple as that. Yeah, goes back to the Atomic Habits book. So good. Um, but you said positive or negative reinforcement, right? Yes. So, yeah, okay. Right. So there's the other side of it as well. What mm -hmm. might we do to make our bad habits even worse? Well, there are some very popular culprits that we can do, which is we can shame ourselves for doing the habit. So every time we do it, we can kind of have a go at ourselves and beat ourselves up. We can compare ourselves to other people because we all know what it's like to look around ourselves and think, oh, everyone else has got this together but me. Everyone else can break their bad habits, but I'm the only one not doing it. And as a result of that, that you know, both of those two things, we can label ourselves as I'm just lazy, I'm useless, I can never do anything that everyone else can do. And that isn't helping us break those bad habits. In mm -hmm. fact, it's kind of pushing us towards the bad habits because we then want to feel good and our brain goes, ah, it's okay. I know what can make you feel good. Here you go. And off you go again on that cycle of you're unconsciously doing all of these behaviors that you don't want to do. Wow. So is that how come bad habits are so hard to break or is there anything else to that too? Well, bad habits are so hard to break because doing the good habit, you know, doing something the opposite, let's say, of one of your bad habits is not giving you that same positive reinforcement. You know, we, right. we said about you know, it's negative reinforcement. We, we do it, we eat the salad, let's say, and it's not as tasty. In fact, we might really dislike the things that, we, that we're experiencing when we engage in the opposite or we do the exercise and we go, God, that didn't feel good. Yeah. <laughs> that felt horrible <laughs> at the time. Um, right? And so... That's why it's so much hard. So you, it's it's easy to just think, well, if I can just form this unconscious cycle and do it for a bad habit, I can do the same for a good habit. But it, mm. it doesn't work that way because you're no. not getting that same reward. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like you leave the the opposite habit or the new thing that you're trying to do to replace the old one, and your your brain and your body even is just craving that reward that you know already, that familiarity from before. So you feel this very deep lack of from not having the other habit. 
Exactly. And yeah. then you just want to drift right back to what you knew of course. and loved. And sometimes Where you get the exactly. pleasure, right? Exactly. Yeah. And even if it's not pleasure, right? Like it's just the no, familiarity. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what can we do then, Fern? What is your advice and suggestion on if we're trying to break bad habits? Yeah, and and this is, you know, and you brought up a really good point. I'll just quickly touch on, on what you just said. The interesting thing about habits is that after a while, because they when they cross over from being conscious to unconscious, we actually don't even need that feel-good reward no. anymore. We just do them, you know, yeah. because of familiarity. And this leads me into what we can do to break them because what we can do is we can become very aware of what is happening when we engage in those habits. And so this is not necessarily to say that we stop ourselves from doing, you know, from engaging in these behaviors, but we just ask us, we become curious about them. So we ask ourselves, what do I experience when I think about doing this thing? You know, what, how do I feel in my body? Are there kind of sensations that are going on that, you know, that are happening? How do I, what am I thinking about? What do I want to get out of this? And even after the fact, we can think, what did I get out of this? You know, did I actually get what I wanted to? And so just by becoming aware, quite often, what happens then, it takes time, you know, you have to do this for a while, but you slowly become disenchanted with these negative behaviours or the habits that you want to break because you realise that what is happening isn't necessarily what you want to happen. Mm. So you're not stopping yourself. You're you're saying I'm I, you know if I need to do it I will do it. But you're mm. kind of saying what what is going on here and breaking it down and becoming aware and that awareness is then breaking that habit because it's no longer this unconscious thing that where you're just like I just did that and I don't even know why I did it or, or how it happened. You know, it just kind of happened. Um, and, and so when we become aware, we're stopping ourselves from entering that kind of autopilot cycle that we've been in for so long. I, um, I remember before the pandemic, I would always check my watch. Love wearing watches. I'd, I always check to see what the time was. And I'd take my hand off it, turn, and someone said to me, what time is it? Oh, I had to go back and check. My brain wasn't yeah. registering. It was 100% the habit of, oh, check the watch, check the watch, check the watch. But my brain wasn't processing, oh, it's 2.15 or it's whatever it might be. Um, so if you simply try to resist in that bad habit, if, and again, that's not necessarily bad habit, but it's a habit, how come yeah. that often doesn't work? Well, yeah, this is often the answer, isn't it? Well, I just won't do it then, you know, and, and we do yeah. try and kind of uh... cognitively control our habits and we try and think ourselves out of doing it. The difficulty with this the main kind of um, enemy of doing this, if you will, is stress, because all kinds of things happen, as you probably know, uh, in your yes. life that are stressful. Um, I don't know. I, I don't experience this, but other people have said that they do. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and so as that stress builds up, the prefrontal cortex, which is the part of your brain, which is kind of like the willpower, if you will, part of your brain, um, that is stopping you, that is saying to you, no, you mustn't do that, you mustn't do that. That is the first thing to go offline when you get stressed so the thing that takes over is this unconscious part. part of your brain that goes oh you know go on so that's why we do things like yell at our partners and things like that when we're stressed we know it doesn't help we don't you know it's it's not helping anyone really but it makes us feel a little bit better in that moment and so does the comfort eating or the you know biting your nails whatever it is that you do checking social media checking your watch it's just that comfort thing so actually in a way 
our brain is sort of working against us because it's seeking pleasure, but seeking pleasure in the wrong ways in those yeah. moments. Is it also like protection? I, I feel like it's a much deeper conversation, Fern, but you know, that self-protective, uh, I feel like we call it the lizard brain or whatever, like that, mm -hmm. you know, this is preservation as we know it. Yeah, and the root of what I said earlier about, you know, this trigger um, behavior reward thing is when we first started out, it would be, I see food, I eat food, I survive because of that. You know, yeah. it's good, yeah. I, it's good for me. That is where it's coming from, a real survival fight or flight mm. part of our brain. So that's why it's so hard to break it because it's really hardwired in us. Yeah, yeah, centuries and centuries later, like this is legit still how we function at a very core level. How human beings work. Mm. And um, so tell us why having more awareness of our bad habits is helpful. Yeah, because, again, you you just become really aware of what you're doing. And in that way, your uh, the two kind of systems that I've been talking about, this prefrontal cortex part of your brain and this subconscious, you know, unconscious kind of autopilot part of your brain are building a pathway between each other. And so that means that the more you do this, the more those two parts will work together so that when you start engaging in, in you know, the behaviors that you, you do actually want to do, those will become more reinforced because you're more conscious of what you're doing and what you want to be doing. And you're seeing it as more of a choice than just like, oh, I'm just, you know, walking around. And I, again, I'm on autopilot and I'm not really thinking about what I'm doing. So we kind of want these two parts of our brains to be communicating with each other and talking to each other. And that's kind of like a muscle that we're building up the more we become aware of what we're actually doing when we are engaging in our habits. Okay. All right, Fern. So to sum up, please, Fern, what do we need to remember when it comes yes. to breaking bad habits? The million-dollar question. The first one uh -huh. is be aware of how you're treating yourself when you are engaging in any kind of habit. Are you beating yourself up? Are you shaming yourself? Um, the second thing is become like a scientist, gather data, become curious rather than condemning, you know, and, and just really think, what am I getting out of this? What do I want to get out of this? The more you can become aware of what's happening, the more you can change it. And lastly, just be patient with yourself. This is not going to happen overnight. Have some right. compassion. Like we said, this has been years of uh, of being hardwired into our brains and just see it like a, a plant that you have to water every single day mm. and watch it just grow and change over time the human condition that. all of our conditioning yes. fern thank you as usual <laughs> absolutely no problem and no bad habits all right okay well fern lullum <laughs> joining us every two weeks seems like a bad habit but she can work on that in time um by joining us, us every weekly. other thursday yeah, yeah, well, that's how she avoids making it even a worse bad habit. Uh, Bi-weekly, we have uh, What in the World, uh, opposite Fern's visits with us. Okay, so hear this. A dog recently ate an absurd amount of money that was on a counter, but luckily, for at least the what? owner, they were able to bring that money back and get a hold of it. <laughs> Beth Deer's going to tell us. Yeah, Cash exactly. Pop. Beth Deer's going to tell us more on The Buzz. We'll be back. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. 
available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.